The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Feeling Alive podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking some time from wherever you are in the world, at whatever time of the day it is, to tune in, to listen. You know, first of all, you're taking some time to actually allow yourself to expand. And that's really what I want to dive into today is this next level understanding of self-expansion. And hopefully today I can help you unwind any story or misconception in turn that you have internally that is disabling you from taking what is rightfully yours and that's not taking it from anyone else but taking the reins of your destiny allowing what's yours to actually be yours you see one of the biggest things i tell um when i'm working with my clients is like the, the big thing that we talk about is like you guys are limitless it's you that have applied your limits. And yeah, we can say, yeah, but I had this childhood. Yeah, but I did this. Yeah, but I, this happened to me. That happened to me. I'm, 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 I didn't, I don't really have, you know, I wasn't really fortunate in this area like others. And we can continue to put our power into those things. And again, stop ourselves from really stepping into what's ours, what's meant for us, our destiny, your destiny, your calling your path, your purpose, your soul mission. All of you listening, you right now with me, you have a path and it's calling for you and it's only you that is stopping that path to find you and for you to walk on it. You can see it maybe and you're a little bit scared even or you've just completely missed it because you think, you know, you're not allowing yourself to actually want what you want and you think what you're doing is what you want but deep down you can feel a calling you're like oh shit it's not I see this time and time again people feel callings but are too scared to answer it and one of the reasons why we are so scared is because that we've got this idea of we could be perceived differently or we perceive what we want that can, and that future of that outcome of what we want can be a little bit scary. We can perceive that we're going to be judged. We can perceive that it's going to be really uncomfortable to get there and we might not, it might not actually happen and then I'll be stranded in the middle of nowhere. We can have all these ideas and concepts and stories of what might happen if we listen to that calling so we're just better off just leaving it, pushing it aside, sweeping it under the rug. And what ends up happening is you will live the life that wasn't yours and you become the walking dead. Never really, truly lived. When you tap into your spirit and you allow yourself to do what your spirit wants you to do, you will never feel so alive in your life. We don't do things for others. When we do things for ourselves naturally, we help others. 
because our passion is so inspiring. Our passion naturally wants to serve. We're naturally wanting to help. We're naturally wanting to give. We're naturally wanting to support people. But a lot of us are so depleted. Our spirit is so empty. Because it's been so disregarded for so long. We've never really been hit with that zest of life. And I tell you right now, that zest of life runs through me. I am so excited about life. Never used to always be this excited about life. I'm very grateful for what I've created in my life. I don't believe in luck. I do not believe in luck. I think you do what you need to do to put yourself in the place, to make the choices, to open up to the opportunities, to get you where you want to get to, where your heart's calling you, to your destiny, to your path. You are the sole creator of that. You're co-creating that with the environment around you. So I want you now to start to feel this zest of life for yourself. I talked about this in our last episode. What do you want for life? What do you truly love? Not what you're expected to want, not what you're expected to love. What is that you truly love? What is that you truly want? That'll That'll help you. Start to find this new genre that you want to live. Can you just allow yourself to want something? I think one of the biggest things for me was actually allowing myself to want something. I did a post recently on Instagram where I was like reflecting on how righteous I've become. How dogmatic dogmatic I have been living. I've been living by these dogmatic values that I put on myself. If we can just take the blame off someone else or something else for a second and just say, okay, I put myself in that situation. I allowed that situation to occur. It just happened, perhaps. But I can also allow myself to shift out of it, to change out of it. That's radical responsibility. It's one of the biggest tools of really stepping into your own lane and claiming the life that you We're always meant to live. And when I talk about self-acceptance, here, I think on the path of finding yourself and creating this, you know, genre that you want, I remember I started on this journey and, you know, this self-development journey, doing all the courses, spending all the money, going on all the retreats, and it was awesome. And And all of it has created who I am today has contributed to who I am today because it's allowed me to let go of a lot of things. But in that letting go, I also lost myself. I let go in order to find myself and I've found a lot of myself, but I also lost a lot of myself. And what I mean by that is, is that I actually stopped myself from wanting the things that I wanted. Like I want to, I've always wanted to live a really well off life. And I'm not ashamed to say it. And frankly, no one should ever be ashamed to, to want what they want. But I realized that as I went down the spiritual path, I was listening to all these indoctrinations and speeches and talks about, you know, how money is the root of all evil. And even growing up, I hear all this stuff, right? And that, you know, more money, more problems. 
rich people are just douchebags. So I had this preconceived idea that, oh, if I wanted that, then I would be that. But that's just a load of bullshit stories. It's just a load of bullshit stories that we get to rewrite. No, money, regardless of whether I have it or not, I am who I am and I know who I am. And so if I have more money, it makes me more of who I truly am. And I know I'm not a bad person. I know I'm not a selfish person. I know I'm not I'm I'm not a, a hoarder of money. I naturally give now. I naturally help and share now. So it's only gonna make me more of that. And so I had to rewrite all these stories and allow myself to actually want to live a life like that. And then I start finding these people that I I'm learning from that believe the same thing. Because I started to open up to that. I was like, oh, hang on, this is me. And then, oh, I get validation from the universe and the people around me that this is okay, that there is a way. You see, someone will always say, if you don't hustle, you'll never be successful. But yet there's people that don't actually hustle and and they're just as successful. So there will always be a truth that you can adjust to. It's now deciding which truth you want to live by. Which truth do you want to identify with? A story can always be rewritten. And so most of us are living stories that are outdated, written before us. They're not autobiographies. They're memoirs of our ancestors. And we're living as if it's our autobiography. Damn, how do we do that? How do we get to that place? Now we're in the age of sovereignty. The age of independence. The age of information. The age of freedom. We're no longer enslaved to a system. We get more freedom than we've ever had before. And I understand there's parts of the world that don't have the freedom like we do in the first world. But where we are right now is the best time in history. We have more freedom fighters than ever before. We have more truth speakers than ever before. We have more heart-led heroes than ever before. So now's the time to rise up. But can you begin to radically accept what you want in your life? Can you begin to radically accept who you are? Can you begin to love yourself before you try to get someone else to love you if you can't find you how can you accept someone else expect someone else to love you if you don't know and accept who you are how can you get someone else to accept who you are if you want someone else to love and accept you then you go first they follow you go first they follow It's always the principle. The universe is saying, you go first. I'll catch you. You jump, I'll catch you. Radical acceptance is you looking at you and saying, I love you. It's no longer requiring someone else to accept you. It's no longer... It's no longer hiding 
who you are or altering who you are in order for you to be accepted in the group because you are being not no, you are no longer being who you are and you're going to live a lie in that moment and so being yourself involves accepting yourself and for me that has been a huge quest accepting my desires accepting the things that I want accepting the lifestyle I want getting out of this these little in in uh, these little doctrines and dogmas that I attached to as I went to find myself I said oh I can't drink drinking's bad drinking's not good and why that served me in that time it also helped me realize that it was never about the drinking it was about my relationship to alcohol and my energetic relationship to alcohol and my energetic relationship with myself that alcohol brought out in myself and so as I evolve that part and I start to like accept myself and I'm like hey I no longer need alcohol for the reason that I needed it in my past now I now I like it because I enjoy the quality of a fine wine or I enjoy a nice gin and a nice cocktail that's like I now buy things energetically I don't try and get something to help how I'm feeling. I no longer use something to subdue a feeling because I allow myself to just be. And that takes time. Like, I'm not saying this is something that I had an overnight revelation. Like, I was... Damn, I was like... This is like a two-year journey. But if I had known this two years earlier... Maybe it would have helped me a little bit more. So that's why I want to share it with you. It's like, it took me two years to figure out that I just had to accept myself, you know? And maybe I wouldn't have listened to it back then, but hopefully maybe you can actually use this and maybe cut down on the time that it takes. Cut down on the time that it takes for you on your journey um, to find yourself and to express yourself. Because when you're in that true, that true state of self-expression, you're the most magnetic you could ever be. When you're truly expressing yourself, you are truly magnetic, meaning everything comes to you because you're so content, you're so peaceful, you're so happy with yourself, you're so joyous that you're actually feeling lightness. Like I remember there were times where I had to let out things, you know, deep dark secrets at retreats and with you know, you know my relationship, and I just start talking about these things that I thought I would I would hold on to for the rest of my life, and now here I am feeling so much lighter because I actually allowed that to move out to go on and that comes with radically accepting yourself like this is just who I am you know I was speaking with a client just the other day actually it was just yesterday funny enough and You know, she was talking about a situation where she had to, she was trying to alter who she thinks she needed to be in order to receive something. And so she was like, oh, maybe I can do this, or maybe I adjust myself like this, or maybe if I just do this, then that will come, or that person will come, this thing will come to me. Because she had an idea that who she was naturally which was a naturally intimidating woman, like she was naturally intimidating. And she had, and she had a, she said she has a certain look. She called her the RBF resting bitch face. 
that might have been repelling what she was calling in. And I said, no, 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 no. Changing yourself is what's repelling the thing that you're calling in. Trying to be someone you're not is what's repelling the thing that you're calling in. Own that you are intimidating. Own that your resting bitch face is the most beautiful resting bitch face ever. And then watch it all come in. I don't know if she's listening to this episode. But this is a gift. This is a gift from our session yesterday to you guys. Own who you are before you want what you want to be in your life. It's if you, The more you try and adapt and change who you are to bring something in, the, fir- the more you repel it from coming in. It's the paradox. Be yourself. It is the most magnetic state of being ever. Things flow effortlessly when you're in ease internally. When you are effortless within, everything outside is effortless in turn. So many of us have these ideas that were built upon us that say, we shouldn't do this, this isn't moral, this isn't right, that's wrong, no, this isn't good. If you do this, you'll be unsuccessful. If you watch TV at night, if you watch Netflix, if you don't have a morning routine, screw that. Why don't you make up your new story of what success means instead of listening to an old, outdated version of it? Yeah, that might work. And sure, it does work for people. People have become successful from routine. But this isn't about a routine creating success. This isn't about heavy masculine structures to create success. This is about being a heart-led hero. This is about living a heart-led life so you're in ultimate success, an ultimate flow, an ultimate state of ease. When you're in your heart, we are now coming into this balanced structure where we were able to allow ourselves to be to rest and also follow our inspired guidance when we're ready to hustle even if i don't necessarily want to use that word hustle but it's the energy of that right it's like when you want to go go when you want to rest rest this is the new era when we allow ourselves to operate on a scale instead of it just being one point on the scale, that the scale now has, we have range. If you've got a story that you're coming up against and it's creating conflict in you, like, oh, I should do this and I feel guilty. If you feel guilt and shame around something that you're doing, then you know you're in a story. Just rewrite the story. Change the meaning. Change the belief, investigate it, explore it. Say, is this really what's serving me? Deep down, my heart says I need to do this. My body's telling me this because that's an intelligent creature. That's in a, that's an intelligence in itself. It's like another being. It's like in extraterrestrial being speaking with you through your body and you're ignoring it because of the old narrative, the memoir, the memoir of your ancestors, the memoir of society. Let that bullshit go. Burn that book. Rewrite your own. You know, one of the other areas that I had to break down, you know, creating my own genre, because I am creating my own genre. This genre can't be replicated. It can be adjusted, tweaked, and used for other other people can use it, but it can never be completely 
replicate it because no one will ever live the life that I have. No one will ever have the complete perspective that I have. People will have very similar perspectives and resonate, but there's no, there's no one-size-fits-all. It's individuated and there's a genre for every person. There's just not horror, comedy, drama. It's infinite. So whatever genre you got, you just got to step on, step into. So one of the other areas is where I realized I really limited myself, right? Because this is all what we're doing is we're unlimiting your ideas and concepts of life. One area is where I attach to identities and labels. And it's not to be like, oh, the new way is a labelless life. Sure, if it wants to be. But it's not about expressing that. It's just more about doing that. It's like, does, do, I, do I feel comfortable calling myself this or saying I'm a spiritual being? For me, it's been, you know, spirituality was a big label that I attached to and veganism was a big label that I attached to, right? And those were two labels to really teach me this lesson, really teach me this lesson that it was never about the label in the first place. Sure that I was being vegan, so I got a community out of it, and I met some awesome people, beautiful people, and sure I felt good about what I was doing. But at the end of the day, that label still limits you, and you'll know at a point if that label is serving you, and you know it in your heart, then go, go do that. That's fine. But when a label stops serving you and you find it really, really uncomfortable to keep doing the thing, but you also feel bad for leaving the label or like, I don't know if I could do any other way, then you know you're stuck in a story and you're stuck in a dogma, you're stuck in a doctrine. One of the things that we want to do is be able to move through our life not rigidly attached to any one way of being because we're never going to be the same person day out, day in, day out. Every day I change. Every day I adapt, every day I evolve, every day I grow. So why would I expect myself to stay in one way of being for the next, for the next, for, for eternity, for the rest of my life? When I know I'm going to change, and me personally, I change quick. I change quick and fast, and I move through ways of being quick and fast. This even this podcast is going to be an evolution of me. It's going to evolve. It's going to change. It's going to go deeper as I learn more about myself and I evolve through life and through life's experiences. So allowing yourself to adapt instead of being rigidly stuck in a box, that's going to really help you find your groove, find your rhythm and live in your own genre. I'm not, I'm no longer vegan. That's, that's not where I'm not there anymore. Let me just take a drink. I'm no longer vegan. I spent four and a half years vegan. And it was really uncomfortable to get out of it. But first I knew, I was like, oh, hang on a second. There was, it was stages of, of getting out of this. Everything I feel for me comes in stages. It's like you'll, you'll learn a piece by piece by piece by piece and then it'll finally be like, ah, there it is. All makes sense. So the first stage was like, oh, I'm no longer attaching to the name of vegan. That was like done a year and a half ago. And I'm like, I'm no longer attaching to the, to the name vegan because... I was sharing one message in my life, but yet that label had made me think I needed to be, you know, sharing a different message in life. And I didn't want to do that. I was like, no, I don't quite agree with the whole story around that anymore. 
my reasons for that is adjusting. And then eventually my body's saying like, I, I started changing my own spiritual beliefs and I started changing my own views on life and life within life. And I started to listen to my body and I'm like, my body's actually, you know, I spent like $3,000 more actually, probably three and a half thousand dollars on going to a naturopathic doctor here and realizing my body was completely out of whack and I hadn't been listening to it. And I've been avoiding stuff because I'd kept myself stuck in this genre of living for a while and I wasn't listening to my body. And there's no one to blame for that. That was just the way it was, right? And so I don't regret any of that. But it made me also come to the realization that my body is the most intelligent creature, not the doctrines of a group of people. And so I'm okay saying that now, not because I'm glad I'm out of it, because I just love how I'm seeing and, and living my life. And I don't expect anyone um, else, and even in the vegan community, to change. That's not my intention at all. I think everyone's exactly where they need to be. And if people are finding this podcast, then they've found me at the perfect time because they're breaking through their own labels and breaking through their own dogmas and their own doctrines. So allow yourself to step out of it without fearing the judgment of a big group or fearing what others might think of you, some friends, family members, you know, fearing what might happen to your body if you don't do this anymore, what might happen to you spiritually if you don't do this anymore. And if your heart's calling you down a different path, follow it because you'll never go wrong. You'll never go wrong when you really listen to yourself. But when you overthink and you analyze things, you're trying to, you're just, you're mentally bouncing around the place to all these different concepts and people and um, mental imagery of like what they might say, what this is, is this right? Is that right? And you're just bouncing, your, your, men, your mind is just bouncing between different concepts in your head with your thoughts but when you come into your heart there's no bouncing around because there's only one message there's no confusion there you can feel that you know the difference you know when you're overthinking you know when you're listening to your gut you're listening to your spirit you're listening to your heart so me getting out of that labelless life even spirituality spirituality isn't a state of doing it's a state of being you don't have to do anything to be spiritual you are naturally spiritual. It's just your essence. It doesn't matter whether you sing mantras, you know, meditate in ashrams, or wear mala beads. If you do that because you love it, do it. But for me, it was never my thing. I was like, I don't want to wear a mala bead. Right? I just don't want to. But does that mean I'm not more as spiritual as you? Even people who don't even think they're spiritual... I don't see them as not spiritual creatures. I see them as an infinitely intelligent creature who doesn't need a power source and plug into that power source to the wall every night. Doesn't need a battery backup. Doesn't need a warranty. It's an organic, intelligent creature that runs itself. The same thing when you're in a womb. For nine months, there was no doctor. There was no prescription. There was no parent telling you, put your ears there, put your hand there, rest your head here. There was no one telling you what to do and how to grow. You just knew exactly what to do. And you stop yourself from accessing this infinite intelligence slowly the moment you're born. 
you start because you start getting indoctrinated and you start listening to the voices around you and you stop listening to the heart within you the heart the intelligence of your soul that kept you going the intelligence inside each microscopic cell that said do this do that do this do that and that electricity runs through you and creates feelings creates emotions creates impulses creates tension creates desires and that is leading you on a path but you're not listening to it so when you create your own genre you stop living a labelless you stop living life attaching to labels you stop avoiding the calls from your heart your inspired guidance you start listening to your inspired guidance you start to un- unbox yourself from these different doctrines and dogmas that you picked up along the way the memoir of your ancestors you stop reading that little book you start to radically accept yourself you start to radically own who you are you start to trust yourself you start to love yourself you start to allow yourself to desire the things that you deeply desire in life just allow just accept you are who you are and you want what you want and that's okay sometimes we just need permission to be ourselves and that's the final that's the final thing that just activates us you can go out there now and create your own genre because you have permission to do so not because it's from me i didn't give you permission I'm just allowing you to tap into what you already knew. You knew that you could do this. I'm just the proof that it's possible. And I'm doing it. And I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm going to keep doing it because I know that it's going to keep inspiring you. I'm not here to live an ordinary life. I'm here to live my extraordinary divine design and I'm going to follow my inspired guidance to let that divine path unfold for me. I'm here to live. And so are you. Much love. Go out there, create your own genre. If this hits some notes, share with me on Instagram. Let me know. DM me. I love hearing how the how these messages land. I love hearing from you who are listening. And I'm always surprised by how many people are listening around the world. And it's awesome. So go out there. Go forth. Go be yourself. Go love yourself. Go accept yourself. And go create the life that you want. Big love. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast. And congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.